Hello friends, this is your technology information channel and today we're going to talk about believe it or not we're going to talk about uh, I come across some interesting articles here Mac Millware targets Apple's in-house M1 processor so today's podcast is going to be short about some of the malware and activity that's operating in cybercrime. As I've said before in many podcasts, malicious people who design pieces of code for to for different reasons, some to scam, some to cause habitage, and obviously make money. And these people are working on them every day, so it's a cat and mouse game. Uh, for, the, uh, for the vanitors that produce the software, security software to be on top. So, a malicious adware application specifically targeting Apple's new M1 SOC processors uh, used in its newest generation MacBook Air, MacBook Pro and Mac Mini devices. Three months after Apple launched its new M1 system on a chip SOC cyber criminals have developed what may be the first malicious Mac OS application targeting the mobile giants first in the house silicon systems. The recent uh, was recently rec- undercovered malicious application called Go Search 22 negatively runs on the M1 meaning that its executed software is written for M1 powered devices. Natural basics mode of operation. The main uh, difference here is that the application includes a code tailored to run on the ARM based M1 processors rather than only the Intel 86 processors previously utilized by Apple. The application downloads a variant of, I think it's, I think it's called PRIT, P-A-R-R-I-T, which is a type of adware. Max targeting adware, which displays physical advertisements on the user's computer. It is a prevalent and conditional threat for Apple's devices. Apple has since revoked the certificate for the malicious application. Apple's new M1 systems offer a myriad of benefits and ARM64 code runs busily fast, said Apple. Specialising researcher Patrick Wardle, who discovered the application on Wednesday. Today, we highlight the fact that Mailware has now joined the ranks of developers. Reverends complying their code to the ARM64 to gain negative binary compatible with Apple's latest hardware. So last uh, launched, what is the Apple M1 SOC? Launched in November, the Apple M1 is the first armed based silicon designed by Apple, which is now the central processing unit for its Mac devices. Starting back in 2006, Apple devices ran on the Intel processors. But last year, Apple launched its own ARM-based silicon processor for its Mac lineup in an effort to achieve better technology and to get its speed and efficiency. So, 
what does the M1 negative code mean? Basically to help the application developer whose apps are targeted for the older Intel set of instructions. Apple has released Rosetta, a processor that translates Intel's 32 and 64 instructions into the native ARM64. Instructions so older applications can run systemously on the M1 systems. Okay, so we're going to skip a bit of jargon here. And we're going to talk about the GoSearch22 application. So, the GoSearch22 application, GoSearch, sorry, just give me a second, friends. The GoSearch22 is called application. Okay, so for many years, whenever even XP was coming out, uh, when we run our third-party antivirus programs, Nod32, whatever, and it finds certain files or quarantines them, most people are happy enough with that there. But personally, because I have a big interest in cybersecurity, I actually take note of individual infections of things or do research on them. Okay, so it's called the GoSearch22 application. And uh, it doesn't seem to be too much. GoSearch22 doesn't seem to be, let me put that all together. Maybe that's why it doesn't seem to be too much information out about it, except what I have in front of me. Now we know that Microsoft Windows 10, okay. So it's basically GoSearch22 is the name of the potential unwanted application, PA, PEA, that functions as adware. It generates advertisements. It belongs to the family of adware type apps called PIRRIT. It is not common for apps like GoSearch to be downloaded and installed by users intentionally. That is why they are called potential unwanted programs. Now, lucky enough, there is a, a lot of research has been done from this has come out. So it's an adware based, okay. Uh, also, Mac target and cyber criminal application plagues almost. So Apple has got that with a piece of hardware that some person has designed. So, on the internet, friends, if you do happen to, obviously, if you do happen to see pop-ups on your screen, in the old days, there's no saying that sometimes, if you download software from certain websites, when you're installing it, sometimes you click too quick and they put a lot of junkware and crapware on it, and some of that can be hardware. So if you see, uh, basically start getting uh, pop-ups on your screen, then you know that there's something not right, okay? So, how do you get rid of it on the Mac? There is a virus removal, apparently port, which is pretty quick, okay? So, GoSearch is the name, okay? GoSearch is the name that they're calling this piece of hardware. I'm sure Steve Gibson from DRC will cover this at a greater depth. 
uh, as he's been at this quite a lot longer than I have. Okay, Ghost Search 22 is, a bit, is uh, basically unwanted application, which is known to us as the PES, okay? It functions as adware, it generates advertisements, and it belongs to a family of adware apps called PIRRMT. It is not common for apps like Ghost Search 22 to be downloaded and installed by users. That is why it is potentially called PUA unwanted programs. Okay, so it is uh, Ghost Search 22 is designed not only to generate but it also collects some information. So according to Patrick Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E, the Ghost Search it's an application containing the negative M1 AMD64 code. It means that GoSearch 22 can run on M1 systems. It is compatible with the latest Apple hardware. It can run on MacBook Airs 2020, Mac Minis 2020, and MacBook Pro 13 2020. GoSearch 22 may be the first unwanted application that can run on ARM-based systems. I'm guessing Apple is feeling a wee bit embarrassed. It is known that uh, that it persists on a Mac OS through the launch agent and installs itself as Safari extension. Whoa. Okay. So the name is Ads by GoSearch22. The threat is Adware, Mac, Malware, Mac Virus. Okay, detection names. That will detect it. Avost. Mac OS, but the Fender Adware Mac Print ESET Nod32 security program Casper, and uh, so total antivirus too. So let's say VT will probably detect it. Symptoms this is what they're saying to look out for. Your Mac becomes slower than normal, you see unwanted pop up ads, and you redirect it to dubious websites and most of us know when you're watching your address bar if you see the HTTPSS on the padlock you know it's supposed to be encrypted on a secure connection okay if you don't see that then some sites will not have encryption so just be careful where you're going you'll also see forward slash redirect and it'll redirect you to the fake site or fake page and some people say but I'm on Google. I got Google page up. It said Google. It said Facebook. Friends. People that design these viruses and these pieces of code, programming code, they know exactly what they're doing. Yes, you want to Google, but they, they sent you on to Google. You want to them, they sent you to Google. Okay, so learn about, read, about being read, uh, your browser being redirected. <coughs> okay, so... That's the symptoms, friends. Uh, the 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 methods that it's used that uh, basically pop up ads, free software installers, bundles, uh, fake flash player installers, on torrent file downloads. The damage you can do: internet browser tracking, potential private issues, display of unwanted ads, redirects to dubious websites, loss of private information. Malware Remover Mac. To eliminate the possible uh, malware infections, you can scan your Mac with a legitimate antivirus program. Friends, 
if you've got an antivirus program on your Mac, you don't need to worry, you can use it. If you don't, well then it's time you had one on it. The days of the MacBooks that they weren't infected, in my opinion, are well gone. Maybe not as much as one of those viruses, but you're still, they're still about. So how did they go Search 22 install on a computer? It is popular for potential unwanted apps to be distributed by a legitimate and legitimate name to download or installation setups of other programs as extra offers, extra crapper. And it's known as bungling. Typically, user can decline unwanted offers by clicking certain tag boxes. Advanced other settings are available in download uh, installation setup. Users download and install PES, potential unwanted applications, to put it short. So, how to avoid it? Third party downloaders, how to avoid it? Uh, of basically unpotential unwanted applications. And this applies to Windows as well as MacBooks. Third party downloaders, installers on unofficial pages. Peer to peer networks like torrent, clans, email, or other tools, sources should not be used. Files and programs should be downloaded from official websites and through direct download links. Downloads on installers should not be finished without checking custom, advanced, manual, or other settings, declining unwanted offers. Advertisements on questionable unofficial pages should not be clicked as well. It is common for those ads to be designed to promote potential malicious websites or cause unwanted downloads. Any suspicious unwanted known, sorry, unknown extension plugin or add-ons that are installed on a browser or a program of this kind that installs on an operating system should be removed if your computer is already infected with the GoSearch 22. We recommend you running a scan with an antivirus program for a Mac to automatically eliminate this adware. Okay, so there's a piece of adware. It can be installed through extensions on Google Chrome, Safari and Firefox and many other different methods. So lucky enough to have an adware removal tool for it. Middleware base will probably remove it because it's usually pretty well updated. Now this also goes for Windows. Unfortunately, some people get caught out and unfortunately, some don't. So don't feel embarrassed if you've got caught out. This just happens to be the internet. We all learn by mistake sometimes. Now, free sometimes is not a good thing, okay? A lot of people, if they're browsing tonight and they're using a program that costs big money, and someone says, here, I'll give you the key. Here, I'll give you a program free. Okay? And you say, oh, bring up me. Thanks very much. Friends, sometimes you pay for free. Okay? Sometimes you pay for free. When I was starting many, many years ago, and the fellow that was a programmer was teaching me the ropes many, many, many years ago, way back when Windows 95 and 98 was out. And he said to me, he says, George, I can give you hundreds of free programs, but he says, remember, free is not always good. And that's how I learned the hard way. Okay? The hard way. 
free software here, free software there. Didn't have the hundred money. Not the time, but believe you me, if you don't know how to clean your system right, and you don't know how to deal with the problem when you get it, well then it can cost you money. Okay, because even though I know some of the stuff, I might be too busy for to be able to help you out. You might be able to get someone else, so it could cost you money. Okay, so free's not always great, friends. Yeah, of course, not, that's not the only uh, problem on the internet today, and a lot of people really don't understand. Okay, they don't really understand about computer viruses. Okay, now I listen many a time. And I bite my tongue when I hear certain things, okay? So, if you're sent an email link to go to a certain site, and your antivirus program pops up and says, no, 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 don't go here, okay? Do not go there, unless you know what they're doing, okay? If someone turns off their antivirus program to go to a link, that is madness. Because the antivirus program has a database built into it. When you go to malicious websites or click on a bad link and it blocks it, that's a good thing. That means it's doing its job. If you lay it through, you're taking big risks. Now, why would an antivirus program stop a link in an email? A number of reasons. Because that other person's computer could be infected without them knowing. Okay, the link that look good, the link could take you to Zoom or whatever. Do not turn off your antivirus link. Some people say, oh, I had to, because the program will not work. If you have to, report it. Report it in your software. Okay, report it to the software company. And read the community chat and find out if someone else has had the same problems. In the early days, some of the virus programs were too strong and they picked up sometimes false positives. But until you learn about all the different viruses, okay, you have to be careful what you're doing. Personally, if I get a link sent to me to go to Zoom, I don't click on the link, friends. I install Zoom on my system. I look at the password and I look at the code and I put it in manually. I don't click on links. Okay, so that's a sweet tip, okay? As I say, don't take my word for it, do your research. Okay, so VPNs protect your digital privacy, okay? Some do, some do not. If they're in the five A's or the eight A's, big A's, government A's, as certain countries in the world have signed up to, to share uh, technology information, there's a chance they're sharing yours. There's a chance that that BPM company is also selling your information or passing it on without your knowledge. As I said, don't take my word for it. Word for it, do your research. Okay, so we're going to cover one uh, other one here. This is to give people an idea, uh, you know, about scams and viruses. Okay, so three weeks ago, Three weeks ago, and actually today, uh, a family member 
also got one of these scams was bringing it to my attention on their mobile but they had the sense not to get caught out that's the difference a lot of people will, will, will fall for it post holiday delivery fishing email scams seek to infect your devices with malware so how does it work okay so what happens is you receive an email saying that you've got a parcel to be delivered but we need you to pay such and such for the postage once you click on the link you redirect it to a page that they have set up and they get your details on the factor system then if you don't know what you're doing what do you do first reaction a lot of people panic what do i do panic that's my phone destroyed Oh, my bank details. Oh, I'm now on the suckers list. Friends, number one, you don't order anything online, then you don't have a parcel to come to you in the first place. Okay? So, I have said for years, uh, from Max P, Windows 95, Windows 98, Windows Millennium, and then some of the operating systems, I've said for years, scammers, or whatever you want to call them, use all the tricks in the book. Okay, all the tricks in the book. And also, if you get one sent DHL Express or shipping notification, do not fall for it. And I could say something like this: ATTN783IYQ.com. A package arrived or, uh, or office for you, DHL worldwide. Your shipping is scheduled for delivery. You need to obtain your tracking number so as to check the status of delivery. I have attached the invoice receipt of your document shipping to this email. Kindly check TV and print your invoice receipt. Completing the tracking process by downloading your invoice, friends. Once you download it, you're caught. Once you click on it, you're caught. Okay? So do not get caught out. Emails pretending to be come from Fed, EX, Express, Courier or Delivery Service or the lack of sense of effort keeping most messages short and simple. This tactic is of course deliberately ensuring that the receipt will be tempted to access attachment to receive additional information. Do not open attachments. Okay, and also if you get another one, it's a sample from Fed EX phishing email, UPPS on TMT. Phishing emails were also spotted with shipping or even notification contained links and attachments. Friends, once you click on it, you're basically opening the door on your system. Okay? If you want to let people know that you're having a Zoom call, whether you take my advice is entirely up to me, it'll up on my system getting infected because I won't be clicking on any links. If you're going to have a Zoom call or a meeting, okay, by all means send a message and say, friends, you can install the Zoom app on your phones, you can also download it to your laptops or desktop computers. When you do, this is the code and this is the password. That way you're not infecting their systems, that way they're not opening links or having problems, and that way you're keeping yourself right. Because if you send a link 
to a person's laptop. They click on the link and can prove that link infected their system. Could they claim of you? That's a possibility. They make it for badness to get you back from something maybe it happened in the past. So, if your antivirus says you have to let it through or blocks it automatically, take a chance and let it block it. Better being safe than sorry, and do not turn your antivirus program off. Otherwise, it's as simple as this. If your car alarm is going off every night because someone bumped in against it, would you go out and turn your car alarm off because you didn't want to hear the sound? Wouldn't think so. You'd probably go and get someone to look at it or check it out. Okay? So, so same applies with your devices. What can they do with your device? Well, it's simple. It depends what information you've got on it. And they also can affect every one of your other friends or contacts without your knowledge. And how embarrassing that is when it's coming from someone that's meant to have a wee bit of knowledge. Okay, so why are you learning why it's great to learn word processor, Excel, numbers and presentation? It also pays friends to learn a wee bit about cybersecurity. It gives you an open an understanding and it opens up your mind. Social networking and security threats, okay, there's hundreds of these friends, okay? Hackers hijacked India Prime Minister's MODI Twitter account. What happens? Lawsuits alleges TikTok sends users videos to Chinese servers for surveillance. Russia wants access to Tinder photos on conversations. Applications must give up social media privacy for US visa approval. Snapshot workers snooped on users with internal tools. Facebook says 5% of monthly active accounts are fake. Uh, they delete 3 billion in 6 months. So what does that tell you about social media? I know for a fact that some of my, uh, or some people I may know, have friends on their list that aren't even correct. And sadly, the people don't know any different because they see the name, they see the photograph. Oh yeah, that's Johnny. Yes, well, that's Johnny. That's Johnny. They don't seem to want to dig a wee bit further. Okay, so here may they tell you what to do. A database of 49 million Instagram influencers leaked, influencers leaked online members. United States to end deception practices on dark patterns on online platforms. Just determined to appeal Belgium tracking ban. Millions of Facebook passwords kept on paying tax for players to access. Whoa, haha. Hey, think of what you are doing, friends, okay? Uh, mobiles, and these are only some of millions, friends, I'm not the scariest, but if it, if it wakens someone up here, let's see if the money, then I've done a good, a good job. Tor browser, 8.5. Improved stable Tor browser released for the Android. That's good news. Indian Android spyware in fact at Google's Play Store for years researchers find. That was last year. Hawaii takes you as the court over a ban of cyber 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 So basically Hawaii takes you as the court over a ban of sabotage. That's what they're saying. Update your iOS devices now against the FaceTime eavesdrop bug. Okay? 
That's what happens when you don't update your programs. Canadian telecom firm wants permission to collect customers' data online activity. There we have the big tech companies snooping. And I'll let you into another secret, which is maybe a wee bit in too depth for people. Some virtual private networks a couple of weeks ago were being throttled for some known reason and it affected the upload speed. Okay, so basically fake packets of data were getting throttled to them. Okay, so then what happens is someone says, well, that goes on for a while, what do you do? Oh, I'm not using that VPN, that's crap. So I wonder who was behind that one. Was it governments? Was it ASPs? Independent companies? Because they don't want you to use a virtual private network. Now, I have heard from, uh, but we'll have to see how true it is. I have heard from the the grass vein, as the old saying is. A wee spy fly has told me that British Telecom eventually will be putting people up at these virtual private networks. So we'll see what happens, okay? Also, if you're using Zoom, they recommend two-factor authentication. Okay? And uh, five months ago, Cybersecurity Awareness Month, the perfect year to talk, think, and act as cybersecurity. How to block the S-I-N-D-U-T-I tax bomb on OIOSs. Apple has made a few headlines in the past couple of days, including one particular annoying potential dangerous crashing bug. It's okay, tax bombs, friends, where massive loads of email taxes are flooded a certain person's account. What happens? Can't cope with crashes. So, unfortunately, there is certain ways of sending millions of taxes all at once. Even in chat rooms, well, it's very simple, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it because some people might use it on some of my friends. Okay, so we could go on all day about different scams and exploits, okay? So this is, this is a wake up too for spring break, it's called High Scammers Exploit Spring Break. Okay, so millions of United States students and families have looked forward to filming the sun vacations for months now. However, most have either postponed it their, their trips or been put off. Okay, so high scammers exploits from bricks. Okay, so the social mostly stay at home alongside their families. Let's skip that. Okay, so you will see bogus websites getting put up and so-called resellers and medical equipment and clearing of products that have flooded the internet. What? Let's stop for a second and think about the hidden dangers of traveling or having to quarantine yourself in the area or from home. Okay, so what the experts are saying, basis prices of below market rates for residentals are 50% discount offers if you're thinking about a break. This applies in the UK for Bay and Northern Ireland and the South of Ireland and Scotland and Wales. Scammers may pose as the owner or booking agency or they can even use a known online service provider for rentals. 
Even homeowners can find their properties listed without their knowledge. It's not hard, friends, to get photographs. What do you want? Do you want the sun to the left? Do you want the sun to the right? The beach to the right? We can do that for you. It's not hard to get the photographs put up. It's not hard to make up emails. It's not hard even to buy certain numbers if you live in certain countries. Check it out. Do your homework. You can end up paying for it. You got your deposit paid. You get away receipt. Fake, obviously. What happens is you go on your holiday. Oh, where's accommodation? No, I'm sorry. I live here. You know what I mean? So, yes, it happens. Uh, don't browse through suspicious websites or access any limit time offer you receive in your inbox. Pay attention to the payment method. If you're receiving a link asking you to pay in Bitcoin or even wire the money, look for a booking elsewhere. Spring break is not cancelled for sable criminals. Okay, Halloween is not cancelled. Christmas is not cancelled. Coronavirus is not cancelled. Deaths are not cancelled. These people will use every trick in the book. Okay, don't let your guard down and be aware of red flags. Hidden phone numbers or unknown caller IDs. Suspicious messages received through BAS Sims or other social media platforms. Emails target urgent that seem to be from a family member. As I said, your family member's system could be infected and they may not know. Okay, on when you're dealing with cyber criminals, friends, you're dealing with dangerous people. Some of these people will go to any length to get their money. So, if you want to learn about scams, do your research so you understand what's happening. Okay? It's not hard for to hide behind somebody else's IP address and get them into trouble. Okay? It's not hard. Now, it does take sometimes years to learn all this stuff. And in fact, if you learn right, you never stop learning. Uh, don't feel embarrassed because sometimes we learn by mistakes, but try and keep your wits about you. Sometimes when you get an email, they maybe know something about you because they've done a bit of dogging on you and they know how to catch you out. So, could someone send a friend of mine an email and say, yeah, you were looking at information, mate. Don't take information off anybody unless you know exactly they know what they know and you trust them. Simple. Uh, okay, so that's just some. Okay. And as I say, friends, the list is a lamp to your arm. Sometimes uh, the security companies, sometimes the security companies come across them, sometimes they're lucky, sometimes they're not. Your account has been locked. Seven telltale signs of phishing. Okay, so if your Facebook account has been locked for some reason, there's seven telltale signs of a phishing scam. So let me see if we can help you out. If it says Apple has locked it for security reasons, that you now need to read onto your data to confirm you are not the hacker. Okay. 
the message is crafted well enough to trick the untrained eye, but a few telltale signs show that you can be scammed. Clue 1. User at iCloud.com has been temporarily disabled. Ask yourself this. Has my, has my account been disabled? If I'm getting this on my current iCloud email account, which I can still access my other account and password. So, if you're getting on one system, right, so obviously it's not locked. If you're getting on the other one, then there's something wrong. I was asking you for, for your details. Clue two, email sender. Okay. Scammers will usually try to uh, mimic, okay, the email addresses of a company that they're impersonating. In this case, they use the ironic I Monker type found a novel, okay? So, I could say I forgot, messenger service, blah, 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 lavin at, okay? That's a scam. Clue three, your Apple ID has been locked for security reasons. Type, typical scareware. Subject line, phishing scams try to frighten you by saying something has gone wrong and you need to take immediate action. That's another telltale sign. Clue four, go here, it doesn't actually take you to Apple website. Okay, so I could say something like HTTPS forward slash forward slash T.co forward slash SS UHTQEUR7. Okay, learn to read the URL address bar and look for the HTTPS on the padlock. Friends, I could go on all day with these different uh, clue five. Your account will be permanently deleted if you do not fortify your account under 24 hours. That's another dose of scareware. Just in case the first attempts to mystify, no company will ever permit to disable your account, simple on the basis that you got hacked. Cut the contract, they will try to fix it and get you back online. Okay. Clue 6. There's hundreds of clues, friends. Email signatures. Your account will be permanently disabled. Account under 24 hours. I will need information. Clue 7, new URL, where there should be one, okay? And the list goes on. So that's a few clues. So if you're logging into Facebook and it says that the account's been hacked, uh, give us your details, blah, blah, blah. Friends, do your research. If you're not here, PM me. Uh, send me a glimpse, a screenshot. I'll not be clicking on them. I just want to see what they're going through. And I will do my best to sort it out. Okay, so don't get caught, friends. It could be anything. You know, the days are gone when you need to send an email attachment for, to impact someone's computer or get in. A simple text message can be done, okay? Not to make you paranoid, but if it saves you money, then that's not a bad thing. Okay, so unfortunately, the data breaches happen and different things happen, okay? So if you listen to the wee podcasts and sort of think about it, go to YouTube, type in email scams, watch the videos that I and other guys have done, then we'll save you money. So we'll call this one here, uh, we'll call this podcast, the Mac Mailware Target, Target Apples, the Mac Mailware, okay, we'll call it the Mac Mailware, okay. Target's apples, but it also, friends, this can happen on Windows, Android phones, and tablets.